Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, a home for sensitive souls, sparking self-discovery and belonging through the healing power of warm-hearted conversations. I'm Jessica. And I'm Janelle. What began as voice notes between two friends navigating life and motherhood has blossomed into a podcast and community. Join us each week as we ask the question, how can we come home to ourselves? Our conversations are filled with deep feelings, vulnerability, empathy, and a dose of laughter. So cozy up with some tea and gather around the hearth for warm-hearted conversations that will leave you feeling inspired and less alone. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so good to see your face, Jess. I know. You too. It's been so long since we've been able to sit down and do this. Too long, for sure. Yeah. feels good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So it has been – we took an extended hiatus. We had planned to take a week off. We were both on vacation the week of the 4th of July, and then life has been happening on both ends. So we took an extended hiatus to really honor what was going on in our lives and the busyness of summer. Um, and on my end, we lost a dearly beloved family member. So my family's kind of been in that portal. So to in honor of all of that and to really be able to be present and hold space for everything that's been happening, both the joyful and the hard things. We took an extended hiatus, but we are so happy to be back. This has become a source of self-care on my end, these recording sessions. Um, And so really, really happy to be here. Me too. Me too. I'm glad that we could find our way back here. And I also think it's important to Remember, it's okay to take breaks. I th- I'm really proud of us, actually, that Me we too. just realized there was too much going on and we just needed to take a little break and that we'd be back when we were our most – our cup was filled that, and we could really talk to you guys from that point. Yeah. I mentioned to John that we'd be you know, recording our first episode back from our hiatus and he said, oh, lots of podcast. my podcasts are on a hiatus right now. Bill Simmons is taking five weeks off. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, if Bill Simmons is taking five weeks off, then Aww. we're good. He listens to podcasts? I love that. He listens to a lot of podcasts, yeah. his He like he listens to – we'll run down the list because it's fun. He listens to some sport podcasts. So Bill Simmons is like a big sports guy, but he also does Rewatchables, which is a really fun podcast. They like rewatch – epic movies and kind of like break mm-hmm. it down. Oh, They're, I love those kind of things. Yeah, that one's fun. And then he's a big Conan O'Brien fan. And um, oh, he listens to Smartless. And then he listens to this one. I forget who's in it, but he always says with the guys you don't like because it's David Spade. And I I like I'm David not a Spade. Big, okay. I have a thing about David Spade. It's Why? like something – I. Okay. Is he too, like, cocky or, like, too smart-alecky? It's the characters that he plays in certain shows and movies, and he just is kind of rubs me the wrong way and then at the same time gets these, like, 
gorgeous women and I just can't I just can't yeah wait and what's so, the movie he's in where he has the mullet and he's like really greasy oh my gosh I forgot about that is that Joe Dirt I totally yes, forgot Joe about Dirt. that movie Joe Dirt but then he's just like in some Joe other Dirt movies Tay. like maybe it's like grown-ups he's in which I like that movie but I just can't with his character. I think in real life, though, he really gets really good-looking women, too. I'm sure he probably does. He's got It's just something. You know how some people sometimes just, like, don't sit right? And and now it's kind of become, like, a joke. You know, like, it's like we've kind of exaggerated it more than I actually feel about him. Yeah, like, roll your eyes. Oh, David Spade. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) – um, and then he actually just got back into Mark Marin, which we, we used to listen to a lot. No way. Did we never talk about this before? No. I, I love Mark Marin. I love Mark Marin. And so we had always been listening to Mark Marin and we would listen to that together a lot. Or like even if we didn't listen to it at the same time, we'd like listen separately, but then be like, oh, did you hear that episode? And then in the beginning of COVID, Mark Marin lost his oh, like I beloved know. girlfriend. And we were listening a lot, but it just became like we love him so much, and but we were just like feeling so empathetic, and it just became kind of like hard to listen to because also it was COVID and like things were really hard, yeah. so we kind of moved towards some more lighthearted things that we were listening to. I think he's so real too and he's open so about real. what he's going through, so you have to kind of be there with him. Yeah, and so and then we kind of forgot. I think I forgot like, about it to too. <laughs> So, well, John has been listening again, and he's like, it's so good. It's so good. So I'm going to get back into Mark Maron again. back. Yeah. You know, he's like the OG of these yes. podcasts, and now there's things like Armchair Expert. I feel like Armchair Expert kind of like replaced Mark Maron in yeah. some capacity in that like market. And then – but like he was the original. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to get back into Mark Maron. But it's funny because I love all those podcasts, but those aren't really like my go-tos. But then when we take long – drives like we went to the cape recently and we take long drives and i was like john you like be the podcast dj and i'll be driving and so then i listen like he'll play like a couple episodes of conan for me or smartless like with guests that i might really like and so i like catch some of them that way it's just a fun little who's tradition. the host of smartless it's jason bateman will oh, arnett yeah and then oh sean i forget his last sean name sean haynes yes 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 is it haynes or hayes Hayes, maybe? Hayes, John Hayes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I see I saw some of their spe- I saw their special, but I didn't listen to their podcast. But the special is from the podcast, right? Yeah. It's good. It's good. We it's interesting to some good how ones. much you can learn from someone uh, about someone. Like I feel like I know more about him, John, now because I know the kind of podcast he likes. So I know yeah. kind of a sense of humor. And those are really funny shows. So yeah. I like that. We like our comedy around here. That's kind of like our shared genre that we enjoy yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just finished Ted Lasso. Have you seen Ted Lasso? No, I've been wanting Janelle. to so badly. I could cry. <laughs> <laughs> this show like changed my life. I swear. <gasps> it is so heartwarming and it's I have no words. And it's it was something that Rob and I bonded over too. And it's Aww. hard to find time to like bond like that Ugh. with your partner after kids. It's and so, so if you hard. find something that you have in common, you like hold on to it as much as you can. And you're like, this is our thing, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like right now, this is our thing, you know, that we can – I don't know. There's I not a lot of time in the day to connect and especially like if you are going to watch a TV show together, that it's not just like mindless but that it's actually – 
something that you can really connect about. And Ted well, Lasso is amazing. I really want to watch it. It almost puts pressure on it because, like, when you finally get to watch, sit down and watch a show, you're like, "This better be good. We better yeah. both like it. This better be like mm-hmm. epic." Um, we Ted Lasso has been on our list for so long, and we just have not pulled it together. Well, we didn't have Apple. You have to have Apple. Yeah, there's like so many subscriptions, but finally, I got Apple. I think because of the girls. There's a show that I want. The girls. What? Whatever. However, it happened. But then it. Then I was like, we're watching Ted Lasso. And we, we like went back to it after a while. We watched a few episodes and then it didn't catch on, but then we finally went in and it's, it's just the sweetest show and there's so much heart and the ensemble is amazing and you just feel like you're a part of that world and it's a very hopeful, oh. hopeful world. Like it shares the best parts of people and it oh. really, it really just like gives people especially with like a prickly side or like a a harder side like it shows the softer sides of them and gives them a chance to really come around and be like a part of something bigger it's cute that sounds so nice yeah the only show we watched recently oh actually we we really liked it though we um we're both pete davidson fans okay yeah pete davidson has a new show called bupkis I've never seen that. Really funny. It's on Peacock. So again, you gotta like have another streaming service. But we we were like, oh, I guess we'll just like see if we could do for your trial. Then we turned it on. We're like, I guess we're already paying for this one. I didn't realize it. Um, so but it's Pete Davidson and it's um Lauren Michaels and Pete Davidson like produce it or make it together. And so, and there's so many people that do cameos in it and things like that. And some people play themselves and some people are characters. We've only watched a couple episodes, but they're short. They're like 20 minutes, which makes it, like you were saying, like you can kind of fit it in, like after the kids go to bed or something. Yeah. And we watched a couple episodes and really, really liked it. It's very humorous, but it also tells Pete Davidson's kind of like life story, but exaggerated like they say in the beginning it's called butt kiss because like Lauren Michaels I'm not gonna try to do a Lauren Michaels impression but he says like reads this little thing and then he's like it's all butt kiss like saying it's like not it's like based on real things but it's not anyways okay it's really cute but same thing um similar to I don't know if you saw Pete Davidson's movie King of Staten, Staten yes, Island I did. yeah yeah so I where that's that. like kind of like his life and like the sad things that have happened in his life. Like his mm-hmm. dad passed away in 9-11, but then there's right. like this humor to it as well that he leaves in the show is kind of like that where it's based on his life, but it's just got all of these like humorous sides. So it's very like heartfelt at the mm-hmm. same time and tackles some like big, bigger topics about like death and grief and family and all these other things, but then it's like raunchy and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. So I really, we really liked it. So we're going to re- go back to that, but we watched like two episodes and it was really, really good. Oh, that's good. I, I have really just been liking com- comedy lately. Same. Just to laugh. And oh, there's another show too with Seth Rogen and oh my gosh, what's her name? Um, The show is called Platonic. Oh, Rose Byrne. The oh, Australian really? one from Bridesmaids. Well, they were in Neighbors together. Yes, they were in Neighbors together. And so I, this, Neighbors is one of my favorite movies. You're gonna. If, if this is, <gasps> I think it's on Apple too. But um, it's so funny. They're both in these like 
stages of life where they're kind of just like miserable and stagnant and like in stuck places and they're old best friends and they come together after years of not talking to each other and then they just like, you know, cause havoc. But they're – All these antics. Yes. The and crazy like when antics. they're around each other, they kind of – uh, it gets worse when they're together, but it gets, for the show, it's better. You'd like it. It's it, and it's oh, sweet too. Yeah, a lot of cringy, a lot of cringe, cringe moments. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. Comedy is like a lifesaver around here. That's what, like you were saying, with bonding. Like that's one of the things we like to bond over. Is like lots of comedy and our favorite comedians and yeah. It's just really nice. And I can't really handle like any other type of television anymore. So it's like it has to be funny to me. If I'm going to take the time out to watch something, I'm like, I better be laughing. Yep. Yeah. I love that you like Mark Maron because I don't think a lot of people listen to him or at least our age. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't met a lot of people. He's a very unique guy. Yeah. I think he kind of has like a cult following. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's really interesting. And he talks so I think it's really interesting in podcasts like when people talk about like their sobriety and their um like mental health journeys and he's so open yeah. with all of that and he really like goes deep with his guests and I love that. So even if it's a guest that you've heard on like a billion other podcasts like you're going to hear something them talk about things that they've never talked about before with him. Yeah. Yeah, he gets right to the core of stuff. Yeah. He's not afraid to go there. No, you're right. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Well, we've been – I mean, it's just been weeks. We've both had so much going on. Yeah. What is it that we want to catch up on and share about? Well, not too much has been happening over here except like the, you know, the weekend plans. Every weekend it seems like there's stuff going on and then lots of stuff going on in our yard, taking care of the garden. We're cleaning Mm. up – we have a lot of stuff to clean up. We've been, um, yeah, I don't know. We're just, it's, summer is just full on. Seems like from 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> the kids have been waking up. Penelope's been waking up every day at 5.30. Like, Aww. girl, you got to get some sleep. Everyone needs some sleep. But it's that summer energy. I know. It's light out. It's light out. She's like, let's go. See, mom, it's light out. (laughs) It's morning time. When you do her voice, kills me. (laughs) She is so cute. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe she's going to school this fall. Oh, it's going to be such a big transition. First time. I know. I know. I think the most thing – the thing that I'm most, like, sad about is – that her and Scarlett will be apart. Yeah, for you know, the first, it's their time. first time. I wonder how Scarlett will handle that. I think she'll I probably like the alone time, but they're very like obsessed with each other. Um, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but they're just always together, you know. Yeah, it might be nice for them to have their own thing and then they come back together. I hope so. I think I think that Penelope especially really needs it. Yeah, gosh, I know this. Yeah, summer has just been so wild and so busy. I know we did a podcast about our setting our intentions and been trying to kind of keep those in my heart as it's been a wild ride with lots of highs and lows and roses and thorns happening here. But I know one thing we were talking about that would be fun to share 
with our listeners is the idea of kind of like spontaneity and being able to be spontaneous with kids and as a mom and what that looks like in this day and age. And so I wanted to share the story about we, so we've had like a really busy stretch and haven't been home a lot and have been go, 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 go. And came off of a really hard week and we were scheduled to go to um, this bluegrass music festival, Gray Fox in Oak Hill, New York. And so John was going to go and stay overnight. Lots of people camp out there. Mm-hmm. And it's like miles and miles of like campers and tents. And then there's just music. There's all these different stages and there's music. And we had decided John was going to camp. His supervisor, who he works with, goes every year and has a camper. And he invited John to come with him. And so John was going to go for a couple of nights. And we were talking about it. And it's really family friendly. And so we talked to Meadow and we asked her, you know, would you want to go to this as like your our birthday celebration? Because Meadow and my birthdays fall right next to each other, um, two days apart. And so would we want to do this as kind of our birthday celebration, maybe instead of going to having a party this year? And she was totally on board with the idea. My cool little now five-year-old was like totally (laughs) down with going to a music festival instead of having a birthday party. We were like telling her, you know, it would just be our family. You know, it would mean we wouldn't be having like friends at a party or things like that. And she just pointed to the four of us like one at a time, one, two, three, four, and herself like we're going to go. And I was like, okay. Because we had showed her this. Yeah. I had showed her this this video of it and it was all these like kids and there was like face paint and all this really fun stuff that the kids were doing because they make it really family friendly and she was really excited about it. So we came off of this really hard week and it had been, we had been away and then we had come home and we had had services to attend and we're dealing with some grief and loss in our family and it got to Friday and John went to the music festival and, you know, he was having feelings about leaving us after everything that had been going on, I was like, you still got to go. We still have to have joy, you know, and all this stuff. So he went and we were scheduled to go Saturday morning because I had a day pass and the kids go free, which is really cool. So I typically, if we're going to be doing something like this or taking a trip or going on a drive everywhere, like I like to have everything ready, like clothes laid out, everything packed, like, you know, snacks set, food made the night before, like a whole plan. And just given the nature of, oh yeah, we had a wedding in there too. My brother had a gorgeous wedding, got married. Like it had just been a packed few weeks. And given the nature of everything that had been going on, I just had nothing ready. And the night before, like it was getting later and later, I'd put the kids to bed. I put them in our bed because we were all missing John. And I I just was like, I don't have anything ready and I have to go to sleep. I'm just going to wake up and see how this goes and just wing it. And so we all woke up the next morning and I was like, you know, doing the like what my sister-in-law Jess calls the dig and pick when you have like a big thing of clean laundry but none of it's folded. So you're like digging and picking (laughs) and like finding clothes and like trying to get the kids dressed. And I was making, um, you know, like made breakfast for the road. Like nothing was ready. The car was a mess already from just like all the travel we had been doing. Yeah, And just like I was like, we're just going to get dressed. We're going to make breakfast. We're going to eat it in the car and we're going to go. And so I packed our bag. I just like threw changes of clothes in our bag. Thank goodness. We'll come back to that later. (laughs) Um, Threw changes of clothes in our bag, like made them peanut, 
the worst thing possible thing to eat in the car, but it's what I had. We had peanut butter and banana like toast sandwiches for the car. So the car they oh, were like smeared good, with good. peanut butter by the time we got there. Good. <laughs> but just like threw them in the car and away we went. And it's about an hour, 15 minute drive away. So, you know, we did our drive and it was totally fine. Like they did really well with the drive. Meadow discovered she had her second loose tooth on the way. Like her we, second. Yes. And she lost her first tooth. Yeah. Did I not tell you? Yeah. yeah she no, lost you her did first, on her okay. birth, the night before yeah, her the birthday. The night before her birthday, she lost her first tooth. So she discovered, she was like, my tooth when she was eating her food. I was like, is it wiggly? And she wiggled it and it was. So second loose tooth on the drive. And we made it to Oak Hill, New York and found parking. So I like saw where the little festival is. It's like on this beautiful farm, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Saw where the festival is, found parking and, you know, got all set, got them out of the car, got my diaper bag backpack on and my it had just been my birthday and so my mom for my birthday had gotten me this really cute um wagon it's like this little red wagon but like updated like not the old like metal rusty kind it like folds yeah. out oh and so cool. i had brought it with me just in case and i we parked and there was going to be a, there was supposed to be a shuttle there is a shuttle that goes from parking it's like a big yellow school bus that goes from parking to where the festival is and um, I had asked, I was like, oh, do we wait here for the shuttle? She was like, well, you can, but it's going to be about 40 minutes till the first shuttle comes. And I was like, uh, she's like, it's a quarter mile walk. And I was like, okay, put the kids in the little wagon. It has buckles and like cup holders and everything. It's so cute. And, and I it just, was new for them too. So they probably were like, it was this exciting. Is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So put them in the little red wagon and in my big, tall hunter boots. Cause John had messaged us the night before he was like, wear boots it's muddy because it had poured the night before we've been getting these crazy rainstorms insane so it had poured the night before he's like it's a mud pit already so we all had it's like sounds like woodstock it was i was sending my dad pictures from me he's like (laughs) it looks like woodstock (laughs) so i had my big hunter boots on put the kids in the stroller put on the diaper bag and just like pulled them uh along the side of the road for a quarter mile up till we got to the entrance of this music festival. I'm like passing all these people. They're like, oh, you look clean now. Like you're looking pretty clean now. The kids look clean now. You're just <laughs> wait. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so pull them up. And they did so good on the little drive, like the little like stroll in the wagon. We get there and I had let no John know. And so we go in and we get our wristbands and then John meets us. And it it was we were so excited to see him. It was so fun. And he had been hit there the night before and he had had so much fun. And this was in the morning. We got there by 9.20 in the morning. So like, and I you like, had service and everything. Up. I'm surprised no, that you had service. Barely. Barely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like we were like, I was like, you know, sending things in green instead of blue. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys found him. We were That's able to meet a miracle knew, in itself. Yeah, I actually had service at parking and I had told him we'd be there. So he came and met us, but he had sent me. So the way they set it up, it's so cool. They have all these campers and tents and stuff and the, they like have little street names cuz they set it up it's like miles and miles. So he That's sent like Burning me the Man, street names. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They had little street names, so he sent me the street names. 
And so I knew I could find him if I had to, but he, yeah, he came and found us at the entrance and he took over the pulling of the wagon. We, he pulled him, us all the way through Aww. and we went to see the camper where he was staying and saw our friend Chris and it was so nice. We kind of got settled for a minute and then we did a big walk around and we, again, we're pulling them in this wagon and it, the mud was wild. There was just like so much mud. Thank goodness John had told us to wear our rain boots there, like saved us. But everybody was walking around like a barefoot oh. in this mud because <laughs> they were losing their shoes. Like they like I cannot, if you didn't I have can't, boots. Yeah, there was like no other choice. But so, even with boots, you could still like fall out of like step out of them. Yes, right? yeah. So just like huge mud pit. The stroller picked up like in some areas they'd put down a bunch of hay, <laughs> and so the stroller wheels were just getting like. This like coating of mud wagon. and hay. And so it was like really hard to pull. So John pulled, his, <laughs> pulled them all around. But we got to see like we walked all around the places where people were camping and people have the coolest setups. Like just like they make these little like compounds with yeah. like all their food and camping and everybody's just like camping for miles. It's so cool. And then there's just really cool vendor row down like near the camps like where everybody camps and stuff and the food we got so much good food it's like such good like street food and vendors and so that was really fun so we were pulling the kids all around they got muddy like first thing of course Aiden like fell in the mud and was covered (laughs) and then I got him a smoothie and he was like covered in mud and smoothie Meadow was sitting eating this like there's this really cool like plant-based street food vendor and so she got mac and cheese like it was like 10 in the morning like they had just finished making the mac and cheese it was ready she's like I want mac and cheese I was like, okay yeah so she's like she's being like pulled around in her wagon eating like like vegan mac and cheese like living the life that's what I was gonna say I'm just picturing Meadow like being uh driven around and her like waving yeah everyone, <laughs> like hi it's my birthday party. I know. It was so cute. So we t- took a little tour and then we were going to try to pull like a full day there, like start to finish. Like I said, we got there a little after nine in the morning and really wanted to stay like a whole day. And I was picturing, you know, driving them back around bedtime. So Aiden's still napping. So we thought um, Chris is an EMT. So he volunteers there. So that's kind of how he started going to this. And so mm-hmm. he was going to, he had a sh- afternoon shift and John had to go get some stuff from his truck, which was parked, you know, further away near where ours was. So John was, took Meadow because they took a school bus. They took the shuttle to go get some stuff from his truck. And I was going to try to get Aiden to nap in the camper. And so I was like, all right, here we go. There's like, these cool like pop out sides of the camper like where John mm-hmm. so John had like this really nice bed but it was really really hot and I was like trying to get Aiden to nap and there was like firework sounds going off there was like he could hear all the people music around us camping and, music yeah. and all this stuff he was like I am not going to sleep so I was trying to like <laughs> wrestle this toddler to sleep in this like 99 degree camper and finally what? I was like what am I doing like, <laughs> like this is who, what I do. Who is making me do this? Yes, right. Like, what am I doing? Why? Who is making me do this? Exactly. So I, John and Meadow weren't back yet. I was like, I'm at a music festival, and I'm like wrestling my <laughs> toddler to sleep right now. And so I brought the carrier because I, we, you know, to carry him in. And he, I was like, let's go have fun, Aiden. And so I put him in the carrier on my back. This was after like 45 minutes of trying to get him to nap. 
put him in the carrier on my back and we just went for a walk. I was like, there's so much happening. I want to like people watch and like be out in it. Like I do yeah. not have to be trying to get my kid to nap right, right now. So yeah. put him in the carrier and just went to like – went for this really cool walk all around like just me and Aiden and I had him on my back and – he fell asleep, of course, you know, immediately. As I was walking, I got myself some Greek food, falafel, and I was just like walking around, like eating my falafel Aww. with my baby on my back and and stopped at some of the tents, like the stages, and like was looking at all the vendors and was listening to really good bluegrass music and kind of just like getting my lay of the land and figuring out everything. And then we met back up with John and Meadow. And back at the camper and Aiden, Aiden took a really good nap on my back. It was great. And I got to just like be out in it walking all around. And by yourself because he was sleeping. So you Mm -hmm. got some alone time. That's so cool. And then we met back up with everybody and we decided to make the truck up to the main stage because we hadn't even been up there yet. So it's so cool because there's like this hill and like down at the bottom of the hill is where most of the people are camping and there's multiple stages down there. There's like a there's like Jam Central Station, which is where people bring their instruments. Like um, people that are attending music festival yeah, bring yeah, their yeah. instruments. And so like a lot of times you'll see them like kind of by their own tents where they're camping, like jamming out. But there's Jam Central Station and people bring their instruments and there's like somebody like guiding it and almost like giving lessons and everybody's like jamming. Oh, that's and then there's so a family fun. stage and then there's like another smaller stage. But we made our trek up to the main stage. So we got, we waited for the big yellow school bus. We packed on the school bus. And because at this point, we were like not confident that we could drag this um, wagon all the way up the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took the school bus up to the top of the hill to see the main stage. And it was so cool. There was really, really good music happening up there. We made it in time to catch some of that. And then. We were walking all around and there's more people that camp up there. So some people camp up there, but you have to like carry your stuff in because you can't Mm -hmm. park up at the top of the hill. But there's people that are camping like right near the main stage and stuff. And John and Chris from the night before had had this like cool little setup like with their chairs and a little umbrella and stuff. So we made that our kind of home base up there, walking around and listening to music. We were we had some friends that were going to be there and we didn't end up finding them, but we were walking around trying to like see if we could spot them. And this little kid ran up to Meadow and was like, do you want face paint? And Meadow was like, okay, because had, we had been looking for face paint. Right. And so – but it was just this – these kids that had, had brought face paint and like where they were camping and stuff. So they had chairs set up and so they fa- paint this like eight-year-old like painted Meadow's face oh, like a cute. cat. It was so – Oh, cute. And it came out so, so sweet. And so that was really nice. And we're walking around and then we got some food, more food for Meadow. And we were sitting down eating her grilled cheese and she looked at us and she was like, this just wasn't quite what I was expecting. (laughs) I was like, what? She goes, you said there would be more activities. Oh, (laughs) Oh, really? I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, we have the music and, you know, we're eating some food and stuff. And she was like, it just wasn't really what I was expecting. Where are all the activities? <laughs> and so we were like, okay, like, well. Everything in this yeah. is an activity meadow. <laughs> we haven't stopped. <laughs> yes. So I was like, well, I think I understand what you mean. Do you want to go back down and see the family stage? 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. She was like, where are all the kids? And like there were kids <laughs> everywhere. But I think she was, again, picturing kind of what we had showed her in this video. So we packed up all <laughs> of our – This is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so polite but like was like – so sweet what? that she – I'm going to let you down gently. Yeah. <laughs> this is not quite what I was expecting. <laughs> Thank so, you. But yeah, – but. So yeah. we like gathered up our stuff and we went back down the hill and we made our way to the family stage. At this point, oh yeah, I had like we were on like kids were on second outfits at this point. Like we were had been covered in mud once. Every time I picked Aiden up, like I was getting covered in mud. Oh my like, gosh. But we were we were doing it. It was so good. Yeah. And so we made our way back down the hill and we found the family stage. And I was like, is this what you were expecting? She was like, yes. Because it was this – they had so family-friendly. They had a whole family stage and, like, they had performers there the whole time, like, more, like, kids' music. Yeah. And we caught this, like, really fun – he was, like, a magician, comedian, ventriloquist and was, like, Ooh. telling these really funny, like – kids jokes and all the kids were like sitting there like cracking up you would just hear like a chorus of like kids laughter at these like really (laughs) ridiculous outrageous like funny jokes and Meadow was content at this point so we hung out at the family stage for a while and that was really really nice and then we needed to get out like kind of take a break you know it was tented but we needed to like go regroup get some water so we made our – after we saw this magician, magician, comedian, ventriloquist, made our way back to the camper and kind of regrouped. And we were thinking about heading back to the family stage, but we realized it was like getting really late. It was like almost the kid's bedtime. We had to make the trek like back to – for me the to parking. get them back to parking and everything. So we got all our stuff gathered up and jo- packed them back up in the wagon and John pulled them back to the car. And yeah, we made our we made the walk all the way back to the car and like got them in and they were just like filthy, covered in mud. Like I didn't really get a chance to we were gonna maybe hose them off at the camper, but there just like wasn't we yeah. didn't we were gonna get muddy on the drive anyways. Yeah. Or on the walk back anyways. And on our walk back, there was like this crew of people dressed as pirates. And they were like, oh, mateys, and like gave Meadow and Aiden balloons and candy. And they were like so sweet and hilarious. And I asked Meadow later, like, what was her favorite part? She was like, the pirates. Like, it was just this random, like, group of people. <laughs> we so, because everybody's just like so kind there and welcoming and like really accepting of kids. And I know you and I have talked about it. it's so hard to find places like where it's like, the parents are doing something fun for that's fun for them, but like kids are not only welcome but encouraged, and there's like things for them to do and activities and stuff. The activities you gotta have the activities of yeah. that I was So it was so nice. So we got back to the car and packed the kids up and and said bye to John. He was gonna be coming doing one more night there and coming back the next day. And then I drove them back. Like at first didn't have service to find my way, but I remembered the first couple turns and then the GPS kicked in and I drove oh my them gosh. back. And it was like my yeah, my ETA was gonna be nine PM. So it was gonna be from like door to door, a thirteen hour day that these kids pulled. And, and you and me. And we got home and they were still covered in mud. Meadow had face paint, like full 
like face paint all over our face. You know, usually I'm like very like we wash our faces before bed and we have our whole bedtime routine, but they had both fallen asleep in the car on the drive home. So I just scooped them one at a time out of the car, carried them upstairs, put them in my bed, mud and face paint and all, and let them go like go back to sleep. And wow. that was our day. And it was just like what you and I were talking about is it was just First of all, it was so much fun. I'm so glad we got to like go meet up with John and we had this like really like fun-filled, joyful day. And after a, a lot of things that we've had going on, it was, you know, scheduled to be me and Meadow's birthday celebration and I just didn't want to miss that. And it took a level of like spontaneity to just – even though it was planned, like I didn't have my all my things in order like I normally yeah. do. And it was just a, such a good reminder of like – throwing kind of our routines and caution to the wind sometimes and giving our kids the opportunity to to do it to to just do it and to go with yeah. the flow and to kind of put in a day like that and they did amazing and they had so much fun like even little Aiden he's only a year and a half he had a blast and yeah he was like a little upset on the drive home you know he was tired and like probably wanted to just be like snuggled in bed but he ended up falling asleep Meadow sang him to sleep the whole drive until he falls falls asleep that's what she does she's so sweet and and like I just washed my sheets the next day you know like we just slept in the mud and the face paint and it was okay and everything was so great and it I think it's just like such a good reminder that sometimes we can do that and it doesn't all have to be perfect and planned out and that to give ourselves and our kids like a little more credit for being able to pull something like that off in the in the name of like fun and joy and music and family and it just felt really good to be able to do that. And I will say after this long stretch that we had and after that, we are all now exhausted. But but it was so it was so worth it and really, really fun. And we're going to go back next year and we're going to camp. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, and I, I think that you're like, you, every time you talk about it, I think you talk about how, the, how well the kids did, but really you are the person that made that happen. <laughs> Thank you. And so like, it took your bravery that takes like bravery and being courageous to be like, I'm going to go do this by myself. Cause it takes a lot of physical stamina. Mm. It takes a lot of mental stamina and I'm really proud of you for, for just going for it. Thank and you. That's why they were able to do it because you were able to hold that adventurousness for them. Yeah, the adventurous spirit. That's so true. And I think you can kind of lose that after having kids, that adventurous spirit. And also, you know, we were talking about this the other day when I got back from the festival and I was telling you about it. I think like having kids – this age during this very specific time when we're coming out of COVID, we're coming out of a pandemic, we were in our homes for like two years and we didn't really learn. You know, we had babies and raised little ones in this very specific time where these opportunities weren't available to us to practice. You couldn't even go to the grocery store. No. Like you couldn't, it it was, yeah. I kind of have to relearn. Yeah. Yeah, I I still feel like I'm learning how to do that and just how to get in the car and go. And yeah, 
it's not it's hard it's, it's it's hard and it's a little i think there's like we were a little traumatized about like going places like every time we mm. were going to go somewhere we were like taking a risk of maybe getting sick and getting yeah. the whole family sick and so maybe subconsciously that's in the back of our mind like if we go to this whatever we're doing like we're letting go of some control yes. and that feels scary <laughs> you know it can feel it- scary and it's safer to stay home but it's also not as fun. <laughs> and in the long run, I think being courageous and being spontaneous will, you know, bring more fun and happiness. But you have to like put in – you have to get the gusto to just go. That's right. And I think I'm a creature of habit. Like I I need my routines. I love my routines. I know it's so important for young children. Mm-hmm. to have routines and rhythms like that's just like yeah it helps them regulate their nervous systems and but it you can almost get stuck in that or I can speak for yeah. myself like I can almost get stuck in that me and, too and fearful that if I like veer off our rhythm what like you know like we're all gonna just like implode or something and and so it just is such a good reminder that we can veer off our rhythm and our routine and in fact it's really really good for us to do that. And the kids are mm-hmm. totally capable of it. And I'm totally capable of it, of just getting in the car with just a change of clothes and going to a mud pit music fest. And yeah. it it was just such a good reminder and lesson for me that we can do that and that it's really good for us to do that. And we can, we'll get back into our rhythm and our routine after and that also we can do it in a way that it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be so perfect cuz like i said if i were to do something like that i would have it like so planned out and everything in place and everything perfect yeah to have that sense of control like you were saying yeah. but i think it was a really good practice to just be like i have nothing ready and i'm just going to throw you in the car and then i'm going to put you in bed at the end of the day covered in mud and face paint and it's just going to be what it is and it just felt so freeing to do that yeah and it's like a gift to yourself that you gave to yourself by just letting things happen as they were going to happen instead of putting all of that stress of having to prepare because that is a lot of work. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. All the mental work that we do to keep clothes organized, keep food organized, keep the schedules organized. Like I think also after having babies, as they get older, they're more capable and like resilient of of their schedules being – um, disrupted, but when yeah. they're little, <laughs> their nap schedules—they're like our sacred time. Like this is this schedule keeps me safe and it keeps me rested. But as they get older, I think we can be a little bit more flexible, and it's it's very freeing to know that like okay, I, I'm just gonna hop my kids in a wagon. Like you can't yeah. do that with a newborn, you know. Right. But they're now if Aiden falls face first in the mud, like that's fine. You know? <laughs> and as they get older, they're just, you know, they're more resilient and they're more capable of other things. And I especially for me, like that has felt more expansive and freeing as they've gotten older because it, it's a lot less pressure on the mom or the dad. Um, or whoever's like the primary planner of like all of the schedules and the mm-hmm. The feeding schedules and when they're going to sleep, like the feeding and sleeping alone besides everything else is so just like all time consuming. So if you can just let that go a little, then you can actually have some space for fun. 
Yeah, it was really fun. And and it just worked out so well. Like I like I was saying, I normally would have had like more snacks packed and foods, you know, ready and like a whole thing. But like the vet, half of the fun that I had was eating from these places. Yeah. Like of course the food was so good. And like, yeah, that cost a little more this money. And so, so normally fun. it was so fun. You should go next year. I wanna come. That yeah. would be really fun. Yeah. It was so good. The food, yeah, the food alone and then the music and just like the vibe and like this would have been something that would have been, you know, like so up me and John's alley pre-kids, right? And like the fact that we just got to include them in it and do it as a family was so fun. And so we know a family that's been doing this for like nine years, bringing their kids there. It's It has remained a very family-friendly, very safe music festival to go to, yeah. which is kind of hard to find, I would think. So yeah, it's really cool. And I, when we were talking about this the other day, you actually shared a tip about like always having a bag packed so you can, yeah. can have a sense of spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah. My therapist shared that with me because I've actually been working so hard. Like just why why is it so hard for me to be spontaneous? And I think you have to you have to like pre-plan so then you can be spontaneous. That helps right. it a little bit. So if you just always have – but like just having the basics. You don't have to have the deluxe diaper bag with like all the medicines and the – you know, like sometimes right, right. it can go overboard. Um, but if you just have like diapers, wipes, change of clothes, and some emergency snacks, like that's really all you need. It's, it's it. Exactly. And if you, but if you always have that packed, you can just grab it and go. And then you can go to the park, I'll add some water bottles in there. Water bottles. Are water bottles. Too. Yeah. But where yes. do they go? Where do the water bottles go? Cause in my house, they're just <laughs> like, once they go into the car, they I disappear. Don't know, they disappear. Yeah. We're having a disappearance of shoes. Like I've had, I just had to buy it in another pair Don't of Crocs get me because started. his shoes disappeared <laughs> because he doesn't keep them on. I was so proud of him that he kept his little red rain boots on the entire time because oh he gosh. does not like to keep his shoes on. And I was He's just like envisioning so him, I know, without I just, his shoes on at this oh thing. He did so good. Yeah. But the thing is they love rain boots. Mm-hmm. My kids love rain boots. They think they're this like special – Kind of shoe. I think maybe because they can put them on so easy, so they yeah. feel really like capable or something. I think it helped because like me and Meadow both had rain boots on, so he was like, "Oh, this is like we're doing boots. We're doing boots today. Got it." And the mud was just like wild. How much mud there was. Oh, the, I'm looking out the window right now, and the girls are out there with my mom, just like showing Aww. her mushrooms. I think. <laughs> <laughs> But Scarlett, she has got this spirit in her. She just – everything she sees, she she steps on – catap- <laughs> cat, I'm like, oh, look at this cute, like, caterpillar. And she's like, smash. <laughs> look at this cute little mushroom smash. I think she's just really interested in what's going to happen when she yeah. does it. But <laughs> I don't know. Scarlett. <laughs> she's so funny. She's a force to be reckoned with. She really is. Oh my gosh. I thank I'm you so for p- telling that story and You're welcome. I've just, you know, I've really been thinking over of you in these past weeks and I'm so proud of you and how you're just like such a gift to your family and your kids mm. are so lucky to have a mom like you to guide them through these hard times. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thanks for being there for me. I appreciate it. Always. Always. Yeah. I'm drinking – I wanted to share this with you. I'm drinking passion vine right now. 
What is that? Passion I've flower. Never heard of that? Oh, pa- what is that? Passion though? flower. Is that a so, vine? It's a vine. Okay. It's this like. St- I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know it. Wild looking flower, and just I've definitely been having my nervous system is in a state right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I've been, I've actually really been leaning back into my herbs um, mm-hmm. these past couple weeks, which has been really, really helpful. And passion vine, just like. I was like really feeling it last night um, before bed, like just kind of like frayed that like frayed nerve feeling mm-hmm. these past couple of days, and remembered passion vine, and it's like a, a really really amazing nervine and nourishes the nervous system, and um, it just like came to me and I like pulled it out of my apothecary and made some tea last night and just kind of like sat with it and did a little like meditation and felt so good. So I think I'm going to be leaning a lot on this plant um, over the next couple of days, but it's like That's really, good. it's like calming, but in a like almost like bliss way. Mm. Um, Is it like revitalizing? A little, it's kind of more just like almost, Not energizing. Not energizing. So it's like calming in a way that kind of gives like rose colored glasses. That's like the best way Ooh. I can describe it. Like where like where everything might feel like a little bit like grating, especially if my nervous system is feeling really taxed, you know, kind of like everything feels like a little bit graving grating. You might feel like a, I might feel like a little bit like a raw nerve or mm-hmm. anxious like and co- irritable. Co- the nervous yeah, system. it's very cooling and it's very soothing. But it that like has this kind of special quality about it for me that it also kind of like brings a smile to my face. That's kind of a a good way to describe it. Um, And almost like a little bit of like bliss and euphoria and laughter and just kind of like makes things feel a little bit more easeful and it's really nice. So use some of that. Yeah. I can share more about this plant because I'm going to kind of be diving in with it, I think. But that's what I'm drinking right now. So I wanted to share because I think it might be a fave, a fave of the next couple that's weeks. That's new, right? You haven't – I've never heard you talk about that. No. So when I did my herbal apprenticeship, it was one of the herbs that we learned about. But I think the month that we did – Nervines, there was just an, oh, I was more drawn to motherwort at the time. And mm-hmm. so each month we did, we learned three herbs. Well, and then there was more too, but there was like three that we were really focused on mm-hmm. that we got to know. And when we had done that month, we, it was passion vine, Tulsi, and motherwort at the same time. Ooh. And so I was just really drawn to the, really drawn to Tulsi and then really drawn to motherwort. Actually, maybe motherwort was a different month. Maybe it was lavender. Anyways, I was just working with other plants. I think at that yeah. moment. So maybe, maybe it's it 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 waited for this special time. It's all divine timing. But yeah, I've yeah. had it, and then I think I was actually I had gotten some more before, right before I got pregnant with Aiden, because I really wanted to work with it. But it's not um, recommended during pregnancy, so then I didn't okay. end up really working with it. And then it just like came to me last night, and I was like, "Ooh, I think um, this is something that I really want to work with." So, yes, I'm. Yes, that's where I'm at with it. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. 
You're welcome. Well, it was so good to catch up with you. I was missing you and I was missing our listeners and missing this really like sacred time that we've set aside each week. It feels so good to be back. Yeah, I feel so good to be back. And thank you guys for waiting out the hiatus. And sorry for the last minute kind of notice, but I'm glad that we kind of felt into it and we did what we thought we had to do to take a little break. Yeah, just and following our own rhythms. Yeah, and I think it's also a good reminder to just like in the summer, just it, it's okay to just take a break from things and have fun. And I hope you are all having an amazing start of the summer. We're going into Leo season now. We're recording this today, the first day of Leo oh, season. Yeah. First day of the Venus retrograde. <gasps> That's right. Buckle I want to dive guys. into that more. I, I, I know. hope you have all had an okay this past week. There's a lot of things going on astrologically. Um, <laughs> I could go on and on and on, but if, if you feel like you're hitting a bit of a wall, it, it's okay. We're all there with you, right? Yeah. Highly recommend the Chani app and listening to her readings for the week um, that are connected to your rising sign. That was so helpful for me this week because I was having a moment and I knew like astrologically it aligned (laughs) with what was going on both in my life, but also in the stars. And I was like texting you like, it's happening. <laughs> it's so, happening. Help. It's happening. The roadblocks are here. Um, and then I kind of felt it shift. So highly recommend that to everybody out there. And we should – I'm actually really curious, Jess, about like what is in store for you through your Venus retrograde. So maybe we can do a little like deep dive yeah. on our own and then share a little bit about that because it's going to yeah. be through the next month. So that would be really fun. Yeah. I. I there's a lot going on it feels like. And so also – Mars is in Virgo and Saturn is in Pisces and they're opposing each other. Yeah. And my Vir- I'm a Virgo rising and a Pisces moon. So oh I feel gosh. like I'm being like twisted. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's and they're opposite sides. They're they're opposing each other anyway. Right. So right. like Vir- Virgo is over here and Pisces is over here. So they're they're connected. But th- that axis is like lots happening right now. Wow. Yeah. There's so much. Yeah, the North Node just moved into Aries, and I'm an Which Aries is, rising, yeah. and my North Node is Aries, and so it's like a big shift oh, for me. Oh, I didn't know that your North Node was Aries too. Yeah, yeah. There's and your a South lot. Node is Libra, and my yes. Sun sign is Libra. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Ooh. So I gotta. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a deep dive because I want to share. I'm really interested in the whole Venus retrograde that's happening, and so I would. I'm really curious. Let's like do do our homework and then maybe next pod we can talk a little bit about Venus retrograde and what's going yes, on. Yes. Yes. Cool. And and also Barbie just came out. <gasps> I know. Wait, is it streaming or is it just in theaters? No, it's in theaters, I think, but I'm gonna go see it. Like you I'm are? determined. I might go by myself. I, I'm Cute. going. I refuse to not go. So I'm like, <laughs> if I have to go by myself, I want to go because I've heard it's so amazing. And it's not just like Barbie. People are coming out with like this renewed sense of appreciation for women in their life and women Aww. in general. And like they're crying and the reviews are so good. I also want to see Oppenheimer, but that's second on my list. And that's is a little more dark. So, but Barbie came out like on the day – before of the whole Venus retrograde and there's so much stirring up right now about 
about the Barbiness of it all. Wow. Meadow actually has just gotten into Barbies and she asked for Barbies for her for her birthday and I got her I like couldn't go all in on Barbie Barbie, but I got like Chelsea. So they're like the kid ones and I got her these oh, mermaids. Cute. But now she says they need a mom oh and dad. Gosh, so I think we, I have to do Barbie. I just and got Ken. mermaids. So I just fun. got Barbie mermaids. You did? Did you yes. get like oh. literally this week? They, I just got Barbie mermaids. You have to show me what you got because I think I okay, need to expand the Barbie mermaid. Yeah, that's what I got. They're little. They're, they're little. <laughs> I'll show you. They're little Barbie mermaids. They're probably like six inches. That's what I got. Yeah. That's, that's what I got Meadow for her birthday. Yes. <laughs> so weird. It's so funny. But I, yeah, Barbie has officially entered our our household and I'm like – Kind of excited about it. I love I'm Barbie going growing all up. In. Let's go yes. all in. Okay. I mean, let's go all in on Barbie. Let's and go Meadow all wants in to see Barbie. the movie. Meadow I, wants to see yeah. the movie. Yeah, I might I, have to look if it's okay for her age, but I think it'll be okay. I think it's okay. What's it rated? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There might be some like jokes in it of yeah. that are, but she might not even catch them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I'm gonna check the rating. All right, everybody out there. Venus retrograde, go see Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> go do all be spontaneous fashion. Yeah. Pleasure. And just do love everything. on each other out there. Just love on each other. Hold your loved ones extra tight. Please yeah. tell them that you love them. And we love you. We're so happy to be back. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hearth to Hearth. It brings us such joy to share these warm-hearted conversations with you. We would be so grateful if you could take a moment to follow, rate, review, and share Hearth to Hearth with a friend. We also want to say a huge thank you to Eavesdrop for our theme music, their amazing song, Alive, and to Danielle Vengrove of Gray Street Photography for our gorgeous cover photo. And remember, you are whole, you are enough. We love you. Talk to you soon. Okay.